Welcome back to another episode of Chapel's Corner. It's your host, Fire Chapel. I am back to talk about, I guess this is part two of um, Crazy Dreams. Really, I am. I think I did mention in the last episode that I was going to come back and try to discuss some things that I found. Basically, the answer to some of the questions that I have pertaining to some of the crazy experiences that I had in my dream. One of them was the fact that I was being able to touch forget touch because I didn't touch him we hugged and there was my crush in the dream one of the dreams and the fact that I never experienced that in any dream that I ever had in my life that actually like I mean you see yourself touch things um you can maybe feel feelings I've had felt feelings in the past like I was scared that was like a nightmare or something but or the one that I ex- expressed and shared in that episode uh, the last one that I had so I did come across some information yesterday. It's a lot of vague and open-ended answers when it comes to the subject. I don't know if it's understudied or if it's just because um, they just don't want people thinking too much. But a lot of the information that I find is rather dismissive. And um, what I mean by that is like it just says dreams are dreams and there's not really too much that you should take from them too literally or interpret. But... For me, that's not good enough. And also, being someone who's um, conscious, minded, and spiritual, I know that there's more going on. I'm more than just this human being, you know? Like, I'm a spiritual being having a human experience, if anything else. So, um, the fact that I see sometimes the things that I see and the things that I see so vividly, I know that science is going to have something to say about it. And I did find some things, but at the same time, I know that there's um, a deeper meaning and understanding. And that is um, an answer. The, the, the deeper part, the deeper part of the answer is one that it looks like I'm going to just go on the, the normal journey that I go on of, of knowledge in life. It's not one that I may come across today or tomorrow, but I know if I keep searching um, through the spiritual side of it, I could find other, you know, beliefs or breakdowns about what it is that I'm experiencing. So the other thing that I want to look up that I experience and often lately that I never really experienced earlier on in my life and all the times that I've dreamed is this experience of right before I fall asleep, um, even though my eyes are closed and it could be dark or I could have a sheet over my head or something that I could see through closed eyelids. And I was explaining that um, that's what happened to me right before I had that really odd dream, that morning that I shared in um, the episode. So, And I find that that usually does happen, like, when I'm extremely tired. Like, I find, like, I usually have those type of dreams if I'm, like, really, really tired. And um, they do associate it with, like, a sleep paralysis, which I did feel... But again, I'm going to just go over what I found and then we'll just um, take it from there. All right, let's see. Where did I go? Ah, let's start with the sight thing. All right, so I was looking up, um, seeing through the eyelids, and I saw that there are other people like me who've experienced that. And I also saw that some people, like maybe psychologists, other would say like it's like a hallucinating kind of thing, but that's impossible to me because um, I've recently started to test out that theory before I read that article or, or those articles that I found. 
And when I find myself in a situation or time when I'm going to sleep and it's dark enough and I can literally see through, I'm like getting, I'm like half asleep, half waking, I'm starting to, my eyes are closed, but for some reason through closed eyes, I can see through my lids and see um, the side of the room that I'm facing or the objects in the room exactly as they are. It's not just a picture of the room, it's exactly as they are. And I tested it out recently by kind of just opening my eyes, forcing myself, because I'm really extremely tired when this starts to happen, so I really have to kind of force myself to open up my eyes. And I do, and I see it, and then I close it. Now, I'm going to read to you um, what I've found. Let's see. What are... Oh. Okay, so the question was um, about why do I sometimes see through my eyelids? And... Somebody answered, this happens to me a bit as well. I've noticed that it's always when I'm falling asleep, never least that I've observed in any part of the sleep cycle. So pretty much when they're falling asleep, that's how I find it as well. And not any other time. And it's not every time. It's just like sometimes when I'm really tired. The person said, I lay down and after about 10 minutes or so, my mind is quiet and more or less thought free. I don't just start seeing through my closed eyelids though instead I all of a sudden notice that seeing with closed eyelids is happening in other words it has been going on and I simply haven't noticed it as soon as I notice it as soon as I become conscious that I am clearly seeing whatever side of the room I am turned toward it breaks the experience I have never been able to hold it for more than a few moments um, once I become conscious of it so I can't really understand how I snap out of it if it's just that I finally fall asleep and then maybe I have a dream that I wake up and don't remember. But me being conscious of it, I have had moments where I was able to open my eyes and then close my eyes and still be conscious of it. And then it just stops. But I wonder if it, if, if the same thing happens for that person. Like maybe they just fall asleep or maybe it's just, I don't know. Um, then they said, is this sensation related to astral projection? And they said, um, kind of. So then when I was scrolling down here, this is this is on Quora.com, and somebody asked a question on there. And then somebody answered and said, well, it's called Astral Sight. So then I said, okay, well, now that I'm getting a name, you know, because first you're just Googling what you're seeing because it's just closed eyelids. And I looked up Astral Sight, which they said, in body, it is in body, real time, or astral sight is a subtle body ability that allows projectors to see through closed eyelids and even through heavy bed covers. Projectors frequently note this phenomenon during prelude to OBEs. OBEs are out-of-body experiences. And during waking paralysis episodes. This can also occur during the trance state alone due perhaps to its partial internal generation of the real-time projectable double. Now, they also started talking about something called remote eye projection, which is when somebody can see all in all directions all around them at the same time. I am not that deep woke or whatever, or my third eye or whatever is not that opened yet. And I thought that was kind of creepy, but I haven't had those experiences. Um... It did kind of break down why 
it says that you're having it. It says that you're kind of like, well, technically what it is is that your um, body is asleep, but your conscious mind is fully awake. And uh, at the same time, so it's your conscious mind that's seeing while your body is sleeping through the, creating the closed eyelids. When they start to explain this stuff, I'm not going to lie, it just gets really... Um, Weird. But now I just want to talk about touch because that's the one that I really, really wanted to know about. I, when I looked up the seeing through closed eyelids, all I really wanted to know in all honesty was if I was bugging or if other people experienced it as well. So now that I know that other people experienced it and they have a name for the phenomenon and all of that, I don't feel so nutty, you know, because I never knew about any of this as far as terms um, that it existed or anything like that until I recently, and this is really recent, especially with the um, seeing through closed eyes, eyelids that I've had that experience. I'm just documenting my um, stuff as well. And also I wanted to share just in case somebody else might be going through it. Maybe you heard what I had to say. And um, so, so we're going to go to touch. And the only thing I could find on touch that gave me like a, a genuine answer about like what it could mean or symbolize that I was able to touch. So let me go over this touch again. Um, this dream that I had with my crush once again, I can't, I didn't know that I was going to see him. It, it, I was first having an out-of-body experience where I was able to see myself. So I saw myself coming in. Now, my hair was exactly the way that it is now, but it was longer. So that was one of the first things that I noticed about myself. So it could have been a future me. I'm not sure, okay? But it was, uh, or maybe it was dream me, but with my hair just, you know, much longer than it is now. So... I walked into the place knowing that I had a feeling already, No, even looking at me, I had the feeling already that I was invited or that I was meeting someone there or that there was a reason why I came. So, of course, I went there for something, but also um, looking, so part of me is kind of like, okay, I, um, okay, I'm here, this is cool, I'm here to support, so I don't know, but who is a so-and-so? And so as I'm walking around, I mentioned that there was an older gentleman, um, an older Caucasian gentleman that came up to me, but he didn't just come to me. He was just walking around and talking to people. And he just so happened to strike conversation with me and um, asked me a question. Or like, I guess it would be a deep question, but concerning like how I felt about the, the um, event that, would, that, I, that we were all attending tonight, which was... Which was um, basically in honor of children it had something to do with the youth okay and um honoring them in some kind of way but and i think even not just youth it might have even been like maybe something that i could relate to as a, as a child going through the experience so i shared something i don't know what i said i can't remember but i just remember that i said something it just flowed out and when i was done that the, the uh, older gentleman was i don't want to say impressed but taken aback and um you know, just was, and said something along those lines as well, like that they were, um, you know, that that was a deep answer that they, something about how they were going around and that they didn't get an answer like that or something of that sort. When all of a sudden through the crowd comes my crush. Now, I'm telling this story or this dream again because I want to um, just bring back to some of them who, who those who have not um, heard the episode, what happened with this touch that I had to go look up and realize, like, why did I feel him? And not only feel him with my hands, and my body, my body against his body in this hug. But why is it also that I was able to feel him back, you know, like his arms around me as well. So he comes up um, through the crowd. He must have seen me because he came in and I was like, oh, so now in the dream, I'm realizing why I'm there and who was that invited me. But come to find out after I embrace or he embraces me and says hi and we're hugging. And I do. Now, I remember that we hugged. Now, in the dream, 
I'm watching me. This is the weird part. I'm watching me on the outside. And so by the time he comes around, I feel like I'm back in my body or I had to be because how did I feel it? So when we hugged, it's like I felt his body. It was firm, just like a real body was, like it would be, like in your in your, in this room. And um, I know what his body feels like as far as a hug against my body. So I know that it was his body. That was a weird thing. And not only that, I felt the sensation that I would have felt if I was hugging him, my crush. And also, I felt this all around me. And I remember that. Um, I, th- I remember that I think I broke the hug first because it was kind of odd. I broke the meaning I pulled away first, but not necessarily because I didn't want to continue to, but it, I remember it was kind of just um, striking. But I guess I still, but it registered to me then. And not only that, I felt like when I was sleeping, I could feel it. Like I just could feel it, him and him touching, holding me back. So that was it. And then the guy, like I said, I, I said, oh, it's a small world. You know, I didn't know you know him and you know her and all this. Because as it turns out, my friend was already working on the event. He had invited me. And also, the guy was somehow connected as well. And something about a speaker was missing. And the older gentleman suggested that maybe if, um, I don't know, he thinks that I could. And what does he think? And he basically was like, oh, I don't know. You know, you know, ask her if it's up, if it's up to her. So now I'm here with the touch thing. That's well, I just wanted to catch somebody up. Let's look up um, dreambible.com, figure out this uh, touch scenario. I just... All right, all right, so it says touch, and it's going to call go through all the different forms of touch. And I guess I'll just read them because it doesn't make sense to just selfishly go through what I experienced with the touch. But there's many forms of touch you can experience. But what I was um, relieved to find, though, is that it does exist and it does happen because I'm not bugging. That's all I really wanted to know when I was looking up all this stuff. Touch. To dream of someone touching you. Represents feelings about people or opportunities becoming personal in your life. Closeness, being initiated with you. Feeling that someone or something is interested in you. Feeling that someone wants to bond with you. Feeling that someone is asking you for something or wants your attention. Situations in waking life where someone has shown you that they care about you. Um, it says to dream of yourself touching someone else. So to dream of yourself touching someone else. Now, I feel like we touched each other. You understand what I'm saying? Because it was a touch and it was an embrace. And I could feel me touching him and I could feel him touching me. So, but I did technically touch him. To dream of yourself touching someone else represents your wish to make some area of your life more personal. Wanting to get closer to someone. Wanting to experiment with something in your life. Becoming acquainted with new ideas, behaviors, or lifestyle choices. Then it says to dream of touching an object, though, of some kind. Represents feelings about becoming acquainted with ideas and possibilities. Um, Then it says to dream of avoiding touching something may represent feelings of preferring distance from People or situations, maybe not wanting a sexual relationship with someone. And to dream of touching a sexually attractive person may reflect feelings about being close to or on the verge of an enjoyable or exciting experience. It can also reflect the desire for something you want to happen. Hmm. So, I mean... The one that pertains to me, though, in this definition, and there's nothing really more except for the OBE, because I, I had to go to out-of-body experiences. And then other than maybe that one, 
we're gonna see. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna go because I said like I found like signs of out of body experiences. Some of the things they said I feel like I experienced in that weird old dream. But I feel the one that relates to me for touch is uh, dream of you touching someone else represents your wish to make some area of development. Yeah, I mean like it makes sense. But um, dream of touch, dream of yourself touching. See now this I don't even know if it even answers my question anymore because it says to dream of myself touching someone. Feelings. Maybe I should look up feel touch. Because I don't know that this because okay, I touched them. Okay, great. I think that's okay. I should have looked up feeling. Let's see what the heck they say with that. I should have did this before I started this, but um Oh well actually it did talk about somebody feeling somebody touch you. But I don't know that my crush necessarily feels that way. I don't believe that. So what does it say? To dream of yourself, to dream of someone touching you represents feelings about people's or opportunities becoming personal in your life. Closeness being initiated with you. Hmm. Feeling that someone or something is interested in you. Feeling that someone wants to bond with you. Dreaming of someone touching you. Feeling that someone is asking you for something wants your attention. Interesting. And that's what I'm going to say about that. So now we're going to go to OBE. And um, this is what are the signs. Now, some of these I didn't experience, but somebody else might have. So what are the symptoms of an out-of-body experience? What to expect? Uh, this thing was weird. This article is um, out-of-body. Well, who is what? It's about people who might want to, like, um, it's, it's by an author named C. Taylor on um, outofbodyexperience.info. And it seems like it's more targeted to people who want to kind of trigger one or one who wants to kind of stir one up or who's chasing after one. But then it went into the signs. So it said um, sleep paralysis is a sign. It says that a lot of people suffer from sleep paralysis um, without any intentions of actual projection. I have to look up that too, because I don't talk in these terms. I don't even know what, you know, this is the worldly terms for these things. I got to figure out what the spiritual side of these things is about. It says it is extremely disturbing if unless if you let it um, get you in, affect you in a negative way, then it says you'd have an increased heart rate, which I did during my dream, heat sensations, which I didn't, vibrations or tinglings. I mean, if I did, it was when the debris was hitting my face, a loud humming or buzzing sound. So sometimes you'll hear voices, which may be invented, and they put in quotes in your mind. Well, this is when I start to get offended because I'm like, I didn't invent a damn thing. Like, all I did was go to sleep. I was under the influence of alcohol or drugs. I just went to sleep. I just finished doing episode. It was only 5 o'clock in the morning. And um, that was it. It says if you feel pressure to the head, which I did not, and sinking or floating or suddenly dropping, which was when I was twirling in the air. Bottom line, I didn't get too many answers at all, you know, when I was doing my little investigation and my research. All I got was this little bit right here. And while I feel like I got some answers, I didn't really get any at all. So what did I get answered? I got answered that um, I'm not crazy, um, that it does happen. It is, like, it exists. Like, people have experienced it well. Um, and then I'm, I guess, somewhat saying, but maybe I'm not because they try to make me feel like things are hallucinations of the mind. How could it be a hallucination? If it's happening, I feel like if it's happening while I'm wide awake and I'm seeing it, I consider it a hallucination. If I'm sleeping and I'm seeing these things, I would consider it like a vision. But I also experience it as something that just has meaning. And um, 
I guess the definition of out-of-body experience, because I know I had to, I pulled up the definition of something on Urban Dictionary. Let me see. Lucid dream. Right. That was the other thing that I had looked up, a lucid dream, where they said um, at Urban Dictionary that a lucid dream is one in which the dreamer has total or partial control of oneself and one's surroundings by making the realization that he or she is actually asleep. It is this realization that allows the dreamer to experience what is known as lucid dream on one of these possible levels. And then it goes into five different levels that um, a dreamer is able to experience a lucid dream. One, the realization has been made that they're in a dream, but there is no control of oneself or of one's surroundings. So I feel like I was in a lucid dream because at first that's what it was for me. Like I felt like I had absolutely no control of the situation and the circumstances around me. And in all honesty, I didn't. But at the same time, I did gain control of my dream. If you uh, listen to the episode, because when I was spinning out of control, and I didn't know what was happening. And it just seemed like the end was near. Because it's like one of the things that out-of-body experiences, sometimes you feel like you're going to die, is that um, I started calling the name Lord of my Savior, my Messiah, and that everything had to stop. So, And the reason I did that, for some reason, somewhere in the dream, I was reminded of a similar dream that I had where I felt exactly the same way. I only felt that terrified in two dreams, that dream that I had and one that I had years ago, probably between 2012 and 2014. I had that dream, and um, the same thing happened, only it was a little, it was more, but so I must have been some kind of aware of something similar was going on for me to sit there and say, well, let me pull this trick out of my, you know, out from out my sleeve in order for me to apply it, like I applied it in the last situation, and lo and behold, it worked. So that makes me feel like I did eventually get some control. At first, I felt like I didn't, but then I did. They said the second level is semi-control of oneself with no control over one's surroundings. So you have some some control over you, not all, complete, but with no control over one's surroundings. So that was probably when I was moving around or sometimes when you're running, you're running, but at the same time, you can't really get out of the door. You know what I mean? So then you don't have control of the surroundings and you are not technically in full control of yourself or the environment. The third level they said is full control. When you have full control over yourself in a dream, still with no control over one's surroundings. So you're able to control yourself, but you can't control your surroundings. Hell, for me, not even being able to control my surroundings could even go as far as, like, I can't wake up. You know what I mean? But for whatever reason, you just can't make it stop. That's what it means to me, or something that's coming, or, um, I don't know, maybe you're trying to get to the girl you see in this dream at the hot bar, this guy, whatever, you can't seem to get there, but you can control everything else about you. I don't know. And it says there are many techniques. Oh, wait, hold on. Um, semi-control over both oneself and one's environment, such as half control over you, half control over the environment, and five, full control over both self and one's um, surroundings. Now, if you reach that level of lucid dreaming, they say, like, you are pretty much, like, in control of your dream completely. You even know when you're going to have them. They, this article even goes into, like, if you want to try to do lucid, you know, like, all the different tricks they say to do and how to, like, meditate before you go to sleep. And then there's just some people like me who just mind their damn business and they can't help but have one. And then there's just some people that just um obsessed with what they just want to have that experience. I don't know what it is about it, but um, that's how I felt. And they they do feel like they're being teleported and trailer. I don't know. I was just in just a different realm. Like just nothing you could say about it. And there's other things that I read about it that said um and described, I should say, a lot of things that I was going through. And I just wanted to document that and share that. As far as that goes, um, I don't really have too much else to say. I may come back a little later on, probably tonight, though, in the evening, because it's 2.50 p.m. 
Eastern Standard Time, aka NYC time. It's hot as ever, but it's supposed to rain later on in NYC, so that should cool things down. And on that note, I'll see you a little later. Oh, if you want to get in touch with me, Fire Chapel for President at PetLover.com. Uh, tweet me or send me a tweet. Fire Chapel or hit me on the ground, Fire Chapel. All right, y'all be good. I'll see you next time here on Chapel's Corner. Thank you.